Brandon Lang's Picks, powered by the Torg and Elliott Tailgater. Now available at Junkyard Dogs in Linworth. Don't show up on Lane Avenue empty-handed. Junkyarddogs.com. Two weeks in a row of crushing it from the website BrandonLang.com. B. Lang, what's up? Hello, Brandon. Really? I crushed it? How'd I do? Uh, uh, what'd you go? Eight and one? What'd you go? Yeah, eight and something one? like that. Something it like was that. a good weekend for B. Lang. Holy, holy schmoles. How'd yeah. you do on the site? Uh, hit Oregon plus three and a half on Saturday. Got off the Jags and went with Tampa Bay as a home dog over Detroit. I'll never do that again. Detroit's the real deal. Yeah. Why don't we start with, with the NFL since you mentioned Detroit plus three against the Ravens. I think you have to buy the half point and take the Lions. I just they're 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 legit. I mean, as funny as this sounds, we all should have been alerted to it when they beat Kansas City on the road. You don't go into the world champions and and kind of, you know, lay an egg there. You go into the world champions and beat them outright. He went for it on fourth and one from his own nineteen, faked a punt. He showed you right there he wanted to win. You know, you look at the game against Seattle, they, they, they turned it over three times and two fumbles and an interception by Goff. And so when you turn it over three times and even then they lose in overtime. And since then, blow out Atlanta 26, blow out Green Bay 34-20, blow out Carolina 42-24, dominate Tampa Bay 20-6, boom, 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 boom. I just don't see them going in here and laying an egg. They're 5-1 against the spread this year. And I think they're going to go in here plus the three. This, at worst, it's a field goal game. Hey. Hey, Brandon, let me ask you, because I've heard you say the, the buy the half point thing. What do I pay when I buy a half point? It's like it's minus 130. Yeah. It's oh. minus 130. You just get less return. With, yep. It's the only thing with Oregon on Saturday. Should they have won the game outright? Yes. You know, this, this, this coach is, is just a moron. This is two years in a row against Washington. You're, you're, you're right there at the end of the first half. You're, you're fourth. And so, so let me just take you back real quick. Give me, give me 30 seconds to talk about this. You watch the Oregon-Washington game. They get the turnover at the end of the first half. They drive right down. There's 15 seconds on the clock. You have a timeout. It's third and goal from the three. Now, if you know you're going to go for it on fourth and goal and you're third and goal at the three with a timeout, you power run it. You don't get in. You take a timeout. Now it's fourth and goal from the one, the two, whatever. At least you planted in their brain that we may throw, we may run. So what do they do? They throw it on, on, so it was fourth and goal from the one. So it's third and goal at the one, and they pass it. And at fourth and goal on the one, they pass it again with a timeout in their back pocket. So you go for it, you run it, you're in. Okay. Even then, it, you could probably make a case for, for taking the field goal and cutting it to a one-score game. Forget, forget all that. So he screws that up. The end of the game, you're fourth and one from midfield. Punt him back. They need a touchdown to beat you. Make them go 80 yards when your defense is playing well. He goes for it, gives them field position, and the rest is history. So this guy's a complete buffoon. I still cover getting three and a half, bought the half point. Anytime you have the dog, you're dealing with the three number. Just educate your listeners. Okay. Anytime you're dealing with the three number and you like the favorite, spend the extra 20 cents, buy it down to two and a half, and get it under that three number. If you like the dog, then buy the half point, get three and a half. Just make sure that if it falls on that three number, you turn a push into a win because you weren't afraid to spend the extra 20 cents buying the half point. All right, speaking of uh, favorites, let's go continue with the NFL. Is this a trap game when it's telling me the Packers on the road minus one against the Broncos? Because common yeah. sense would tell me the Packers. Yeah, it's, it's listen, what has 
What has Mr. Love showed you the last few weeks? Yeah, not He's been struggling. good. He's struggling. And so now you're going on the road in Denver as a small favorite. And I just, listen, there, there, there are some good numbers, but I don't think Denver the last couple of weeks has played terrible. Their defenses look better. I just don't trust Love on the road. Sometimes you'll lose with Team A before you try to win with Team B. I'll lose with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton at home against a basically a first-year quarterback who's not looking very well um, against this defense on the road. So I'll, I'll, I'll make a slight lean towards the little home dog at one and a half, the Broncos. And that's why you think the Vegas did that, because they want people to sucker in and buy on the Packers. I think they're just – I think the public is down on Denver to begin with. Sure. I just I just do. I think the public sees the 70 points they gave up to, to Miami, and they're still not sold. And any chance they get to go against Sean Payton, which just goes back to what I said in your show week one, this guy could have took any job in the NFL. What did he see in Denver? There were better jobs out there with better talent and better teams. What did he see? What, what did he make him think Denver's the spot for me? After what Nathaniel Hackett did the year before, the complete train wreck, Russell Wilson with garbage, the profits of garbage, but I'm going to go in here and fix it. I, I question why he went there, but with that being said, I don't think Green Bay should be laying points on the road to anybody right now. All right, BrandonLang.com is the site. Browns minus two and a half at the Colts, and it looks this like P.J. Walker. Yeah, this is, this is amazing to me that we all missed it. And I talked about it on your show. I said on your show, I like Cleveland. I love you did. Yep. John Watson, but I still like them if it's, if it's you know, P.J. Walker. I said, you're getting the top three defense in the NFL, getting close to 10 points with San Francisco coming off a big emotional national TV game on Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. It was a flat spot. That defense got after Purdy and, sure enough, banged them up and got it done. Now, to, 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 to validate, you know, I'm playing – I'm playing Shinnecock where they hold the U.S. Open today at 1 o'clock. It's a beautiful day here in New York, and I'm really looking forward to it. And what we play is we play, we play skin. So if you win a skin on the sixth hole, you've got to validate it with the par on the seventh hole. This is kind of that validation game for, for the Browns. You just beat San Francisco. You just knocked off an undefeated team. Your defense is playing unbelievable. And now that defense gets a chance to get after Minshew. You know, can Minshew execute at the level he's going to need to execute against this defense at home, I don't think he can. I like what I saw in P.J. Walker last week, and I like this Cleveland defense against Minshew. That's what it comes down to. If you look at the Monday night game between Dallas and, and, and L.A., you know, it came down to which quarterback played better. Was the game there for the Chargers to win? Absolutely. And Herbert was garbage, period, played one of his worst games of the year, and Dak made plays. It's a quarterback-driven league. So if you get a mid-range backup quarterback against the top three defense in the NFL, who do you lose with regardless of what the number is? Yep. Anything else you like in the NFL? No, that's it. You pretty much hit on I'm on Cleveland. I'm on Denver at home. Um, and then the first game we covered, of course, well, I like and, that, that side. And go back. Shinnecock, you, you get the skin on six. You got to validate on seven. I'm a golfer. I hate that. Wow. I know. But that's what it tough. Does, it, it, it keeps the skin Yeah, it does. But sometimes as you get to that back nine. Right. There's a hole worth 13 skins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. The big game of the week, noon on Fox. Buckeyes hosting Penn State. Looks like the Lions are getting four and a half. Let me ask you a question. All right. Let's 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 talk about this. Let's sit back right now and let's talk about here comes 
here comes Mr. Franklin rolling into the horseshoe. Whole world's going to be watching this game. They're getting four and a half. You're tempted to take it. It's more than a field goal. The Buckeyes look good the last few weeks. But here's the question. Okay. Who's Penn State played? No one. West West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois, UMass, Western, UMass. Okay. Here they come, and it's going to be the same old thing where everybody hypes Penn State, they hype this, they hype that, and whatever drama Ohio State was dealing with, whatever drama Ohio State had going on, the last couple of weeks after the Notre Dame game, that's a good Maryland team that they blew out, and they went into Purdue and just hammered them. I think here we go. This is peak time for the Buckeyes, and I will lose with the Buckeyes first before I give Mr. James Franklin a chance to implode and get on the road and you back him here and think that they're going to get this done. Listen, they had no right covering the number against Maryland. Maryland was in that game the whole way, and the Buckeyes figured out a way to get that game to the number. Some people say it was a push. Some people was playing to win. That's the thing with the Buckeyes. I think you, you lose with Ohio State before you try to win with Penn State. Hey, Alabama's minus nine against Tennessee, but they are at home. Yeah, but the funny thing is, they got a little game next week against LSU on the docket. But with that being said, um, they're seeking revenge here. 16-3 and three against the spread versus opponents with at least one loss on the season. Um, Bama, it, it looks to me like they're turning the corner. Although they did struggle against Arkansas last week. Um, that's the fifth straight week that they've given up the offensive line due to the fact that they got LSU next week. I think you got to take Tennessee plus the points. Okay. Uh, what about USC? Looks so bad, but they're min- they're minus seven at home. Yeah, this is this is this quarterback man. Our boy for for Utah just can't get healthy and can't get it done. But with that being said, you know the Utes come in here eight sixteen and one against the spread when they lose their previous game outright as a road dog, and then they're a, a dog of seven or fewer points. They're one twelve and one against the spread their last thirteen. Wow. So with with the fact that Utah's defense has played well, but they went into Oregon State and they just couldn't move the ball. Granted, when you have a poor defense like USC does, you need an offense that's going to take advantage of it. But USC struggling with this kid at quarterback, and I don't know if Utah's going to be able to score enough against USC because USC's offense is going to get it going at home. I don't care who the defense is. And I know Arizona went in here and, and they went to three overtimes or whatever, but I just got to feel like, USC's the right side of the game. All right, and Wolverines are going to give 24 to Sparty. I say take the Wolverines, and thank you, Brandon. No, wait. Let me, t- let me, let me tell you something, <laughs> by the way. Guys, let me tell you something. No one's really been paying attention to the man who tucks his sweatshirt into the khakis, right? They've just been kind of going under the radar. Nobody's really, like, they're not, they're not front-page news. Like, when you think of Michigan, and at this point in the season – they're not front-page news. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody's saying anything about them. But if you look at what they've done, okay, their last three weeks, to beat Indiana 52-7, to go into Minnesota and beat them 52-10, to go into Nebraska and beat them 45-7. So you're telling me the last three weeks what they've done in covering big-time numbers, 17-and-a-half number at Nebraska 45-7. Minnesota lane 19, beat them by 42. Lane 31, Indiana, beat them 52-7. I know it's a big number. I know it's a rivalry game. But I think Michigan State's that bad. And if you play this game, listen, I'm a home dog guy. Give the 24, I agree. Yeah, I just can't see you going against them right now with the way they're playing. All right, buddy. Brandonlang.com, thanks, man. 
Frankreich. 